Hello, Hexpedition. Knock, knock, Winter Prize. How's it going? Um, pretty lazily, considering we what it, we recorded this episode maybe three weeks ago. Yeah, two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago basically. <laughs> uh, basically, disclaimer, there is a part where we talk about Drag Race, and it's from two weeks ago. So, uh, don't come for me, fellas. Yeah, don't, don't uh, judge us for that. And speaking of Drag Race, this is what the heck thinks of Miss Simone. Um, I have a huge crush on Simone. Mostly as a boy, Love but Simone. also, of course, as a queen. I would fuck Simone. Like, for I sure. want some Reggie up in my bed. Oh. Oh, you mean the winner of season 13? Uh huh, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And this is not a spoiler. We don't know who the winner is, but no. my money's on Simone. Yeah. Like, for sure. She, yeah. Winner, winner, and I want her for dinner. Yeah, that <laughs> Utica look, that look that she did on Utica, the has a similar look with Shay and they're in the same photo together. Mm. So hot. Like same same costume, same hair. Oh. Just one is Simone, one is Shay Coulet. We should definitely talk about Utica. <laughs> Utica's Good. approach to like I don't wanna be appropriative. I'm like, uh, girl, you're sitting next to a person of color who's telling you, I'm gonna give you this I'm gonna do this to you exactly. I am allowing this to happen on you yeah exactly and you're like mm, it sounds then it sounds fake like Utica do you really believe what you're saying like yeah those fuck that fucking Bob Ross wig what the fuck was that <laughs> you know what I love that wig actually but I don't like that Utica thinks it's an afro you get what I mean like that wig is hot like yeah. it's hot like if, if you're not sure just ask Yes, the people in the people. room, yes. The people, the PLC that you are in the race with. Otherwise, it's like they're not even there. They, who are you? Then who are you afraid of? Just the fans. That uh, is why mostly, I'm sure. It's gone so meta. But now we're off topic. I mean, we probably need to get back on topic. Yeah, let's get the back. topic of of what? Somebody down south. <laughs> Oops. Winnie thinks needs to step down. Oh wait. What? Winnie thinks she's already stepped many levels down. Just take a listen. Ronaldo is not on my level. Oh. And yeah, it that's that. I don't think she stepped many levels down. I just think she's always been there. Oh. You know. So <laughs> and stuck there for oh, the last my. four years. Goodness. Um, she didn't even try to climb her way to the top according to Yeah. Of course not. She like, just enjoyed her time at the bottom. Yeah, and that's where she belongs. Bushy brows. Yeah. Bushy anyway. brows and problematic <laughs> views. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not even bushy brows. Bushy brows can be in like Joan Crawford. I I Meaty. wish. What? Odie. Oatmealy. Yeah, exactly. His are oatmealy because I'm into bushy brows. If my face wasn't so petite and so womanly, I would have Joan Crawford brows mm. for days, you know, but every time I draw them on, they look crazy. So You I, could do it, but you just can't draw it up. You'd have to draw them out. I can, but I just can't make them thick. They look mm, weird. I think you could. I, I have done it before. There's a way, just as long as it's to the... To the east and the west, not to the north and the south. <laughs> I have Definitely done it before. It looks fine, but I just think I look more flattering with 
thin our brows, mm. if that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this is our last episode, and mm. uh, yeah, for season one, mm-hmm. uh, we'll definitely have a season two. This is a goodbye. For now. This is a fanfare. Yeah, and we will work on making it better for you guys for mm. season two. Yes, for every uh, five to ten listeners, we get an episode. We will. We <laughs> promise to make it better, so you will go tell at least five to ten other people. Absolutely. Please. All right, let's get to the episode. Jump right in. Hello, experience. What's good, Winstantaneous? I am great. I I was trying to find something to say about. Winston Tineity, but couldn't find anything. Oh, that's okay. I mean, it's only some people can be good at improv. Mm, like you. If only you were a comedy queen yeah. fit for <laughs> giving your message to the community. My message is my hair is bigger than yours. My message includes my index ring and picky finger laying nicely into my palm as my middle finger stands straight up. Mm, okay, <laughs> awesome. Mm, sounds like a hot date. Yes. For Winnie because she's so tight. That's the only finger we can get hey, in. Ma- um, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Wait, I should need... try to finger myself. Huh? Should we cut that? <laughs> Was that too much? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Ah. I, I don't know. Should I finger myself to see if I, I still can? Yeah, like, we... Maybe you'll discover that you actually like something in there, and then you can ex- have some like bottoming experiences again <laughs> in your near future. Do you finger yourself? Mm, nah. So how do you pleasure yourself down there? Um, only when I'm in the mood with somebody else. Oh, with someone <laughs> else. Okay, so somebody's fingers are there, not yours. Well, a dick, preferably, really. Okay, so you don't like being fingered. It's not that I don't like, but usually people have like some kind of roughness on their fingers or like mm, hangnails. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm not looking to get Edward's scissor hand up inside my guts. Yeah, it's funny because every time I have to finger somebody, I have to feel the fingers I'm going to use, like the nails, whether they're like sharp enough yeah. or short enough. You should because you know? that stuff, it's, you know, when people have rough hands and they're just like, Trying to yeah. do go rough. I'm like, this just feels like somebody like is shoveling gravel inside of me. Exactly. So I, I try my best to like check my nails. And mm. if they're too long, like let's say a bottom is coming in like 30 minutes and my nails are too long, I will clip them and then I will um, put them in a lot of hot water because I know that they, it, they will make them softer. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because when you clip nails and they're freshly clipped, they're still sharp. Yeah. At least when I feel them with my fingers, yeah. they still sharp. So I'm, <clears> like, I'm sure nobody wants that Mm-mm. inside of them. I would swat it know? away. Yeah, exactly. So. But we probably have to cut this out because if any bottoms hear this, they'll be like, <gasps> <gasps> you've been on the bottom. Oh, my God. You're not a man. I imagine. It. Yeah, I'm not a man, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash, I mean, after they've accepted me doing drag, you know, and prancing around as a lady or a ladylike figure, they probably couldn't handle that I may have bottomed before. True. Mm. Yeah. Well, anyway, I this is our last episode. 
the last I'm so sorry, Fairfield or Fairfax. Yeah. <laughs> our loyal fan base. Yes, but this, uh, is, this is our goodbye. Yeah, this is our goodbye, and For you know season what? one. I, yeah, I wrote notes. I remember, mm -hmm. and I have mm. no fucking idea where I wrote them. So if you guys hear some kind of page flipping, it's probably me because. I'm gonna need some of those notes for this episode. Oh, don't worry about page flipping. I'll just throw a gate on it. Okay, <laughs> fine. And then, um, how did you feel about episode 24? Because we've talked about it in detail. Mm, you mean in our first attempt at this? But I don't think we talked about it in detail since. Yeah, I think since... Episode oh, you mean we talked about it in detail? Talked about it in detail, like outside mm -hmm. of the podcast. Here is what we've, what I've come to the conclusion of. Yeah, I know not everybody is me, but if I, even on a small little mom and pop podcast such as Winnie and Hexies, if my name was on something that is going to go into the the universe, the web universe, yeah, the webiverse, I would be happy. Even, you know, because we never made the list and then just went in on everybody and put all these negative critiques of their performances and what they yes, do. Yes, exactly. We, because we love all those girls that are on the list. Very much so. And so if I heard like myself on a list, even if I was lower down and even if I didn't agree, first I would say it's their opinion, so whatever. Yeah. Second, there might be something that I didn't realize that I could work on and I'd be like, oh, maybe that's right. Or if they're if I think they're wrong, then, then they're fuck wrong. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like Yeah, and also we never said we were RuPaul and Michelle. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking and, of that's something that um Miss Aura hates Hugh accused us of being. Um and um Aura was in her feelings about it. Like there were there were multitudes of yeah. Victims of our crime. Yeah. So, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know if it's because she was low. On, I don't know if she would have had the same critiques if she was high on the list. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I love Aura. I'm, I'm going to say it again in case she missed it in the first, um, uh, in the last episode that she listened to. But I love Aura. I think she's great. I think she's a dra great drag queen. Um but yeah, she shouldn't take this list too seriously. And yeah, and girl, if in the future, if more people hear it, they'll be like, who's Aura? She sounds cool. Yeah, she sounds like, like fun. Her aesthetic sounds cool to me. I'm going to go follow her. Exactly. Or even exactly. if they're like, why are they, or they said this about this girl, I'm going to go check her out. And then they end up being like, oh, I love Aura. Who are these bitches yes, talking about? Fuck exactly, them. exactly. Like, anybody who listens, they're not going to... If they take our word as gospel, then they didn't actually listen because we yes. definitely told them we're just making a list. And for me, I just kind of like wrote down a list yeah. randomly <laughs> more. So, more so, so. so Valerie Hammond recommended that the next time we <clears> record <throat> a podcast, we should send a message to the group with all the queens and say, hey. If we plan to talk about them. I yeah, guess. if we plan to talk about them, we should. Probably send a list to say, hey, we're doing this list. Um, do the, I don't know, but do all the other queens, do any other drag queen podcasts, do they do that to their friends if they're going to talk about them? I don't think so. 
Yeah. And you and know what? The thing is, the <clears throat> podcast, this podcast was not created just to promote ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's also created to promote the scene of Hanoi. Mm-hmm. And the scene of Hanoi is not Winnie Wakanda Washington and Vextra Von Hex. Mm. The scene is much bigger than the both of us. The scene you know? is, here's our list. The scene is her, Aura, Valerie, Silver, <laughs> Selena, Lucy, Fiona, Betty, Gigi, BBQ, Hex, Winnie. Um, Many more, not just the ones. Havana that, Yuli, she's a you newer know, queen. Exactly, like uh, Fiona. Fi- um, she- <laughs> who else? Like, there's so many queens. There's some, there's some problematic ones. I don't know if we should give them more airtime. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But, like, yeah, this scene is much bigger than this list. And I think um, I, I don't know how I feel about sending out a disclaimer because to me that like eliminates the element of surprise that's one i think just do it because if not we'll probably have the same drama over and over again i guess so and and you know what you know what let's do it because if they don't want their name to be out there in the webiverse that's also fine that's, yeah with us that's i them. guess yeah. yeah all right fair enough um so anyway, um, I had a lot of fun with season one of the podcast. Yeah, we got to bring a bunch of people over into yeah, our closets. Exactly. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, some of the highlights that I liked were with. Um, actually, let me just say all the interviews that we had with the yes. queens. They were very insightful because I learned a lot about other queens that I didn't know. There was yes. only one episode mm-hmm. where I wasn't happy with. And that's because the queen that we were interviewing was producing themselves as we oh, were interviewing no. them. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, and it... The, it was one of those... It was one of... Uh, yeah. Well, this wouldn't be a highlight if I went into my editing process with some of the... Ah. Quieter queens. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were supposed to have Gumamela from Ho Chi Minh City and we were supposed to have Sen, which we recorded with two times. Yes. And both times it was really low to hear them. So they never actually got to get their stories out there. And it's really unfortunate because I would love to get their stories out there. But Absolutely. It is really hard to edit when some when the voice is not projected even yeah. the slightest bit. Sen's story was so personal that mm-hmm. I, I feel so bad that um, next time when we record it, we're probably already going to know what she's going to say. So it's not going to be... I think... Like, yeah. Or I think when um, we get the fans in Fairfax, Fairfield, um, telling everybody how great we are and everybody finally realizes and then we start making the coin from BetterHelp ads... I will finally buy a Cubase that's like where you can edit the voice more directly. Uh, and, and maybe okay. that could help. Maybe that could <laughs> help, yeah. Also, Guba Mela's um, jewelry making, mm. that would have been such a cool episode because mm-hmm. like the way that she said it, she wasn't basically teaching us how to make jewelry. She was just basically saying, you can make jewelry out of anything, bitch. Mm. Just do it. You yeah. know, like... But I definitely think that the highlights were listening to the histories yeah. of our fellow queens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, more so than the than, than when the... they tried to explain 
how they do certain things. Absolutely, because yeah. so we we know these queens, but for some reason, some of them got really personal with us when they were here. Mm-hmm. You know? We got to see a lot of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Lucy doesn't mind us looking deep down. Oh but no! Yeah, it it was quite interesting. Yeah, um, it was cavernous. Yeah, when Lucy told us about her conversion therapy, that Oof. was something. That's uh, harsh. Yeah, that was harsh. When Fiona told us that her and her dad are good now, mm. like that was something. Um, yeah, and her dad is like um, giving her away to boys as a as the what does she call it? Cum box. Oh, the cum dump. Cum dump, cum box. He calls <laughs> yes. it like a cum box or something. <laughs> nut box. Uh, oh, oh, she called it the nut box. Yeah. I called it the cum dump. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, congrats. That's, she's vegan friendly and I'm not. That's so nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Fiona, that your father, you know, allow, uh, not only allows you to be a nutbox, but actively is a part of yeah. uh, engaging in uh, advertising your box. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything that you wanted to talk about that you never got the chance to talk about? From season one? Yeah. Ooh. Damn, put me on the spot. I'm not sure. I do, I but... I feel like... You know what? I feel like I wish we had done more episodes that... Not necessarily like the list, but I feel like the list episode got the most traction. So I feel like, I wish there was a way we could have gotten... Maybe in season two when we interview queens, we can like include some kind of questionnaire or shadiness. Not Not even just shadiness, but something extra to make people feel like, oh, what did that queen say? Let's go listen. Mm, okay, fair mm. enough. Um, I, What I didn't include was a rant um, about Ronaldo mm. um, and uh, how I felt like he treated me, mm-hmm. as well as um, two of my friends who are now, I guess, not my friends anymore. <laughs> um, but like... Uh, that's the, the that's the only thing I really wanted to talk about, you know. So and um, I I did talk about it when we first recorded this, but I I yeah, this is should our I talk about attempt. it again? Let me see. Uh, I don't. I don't think I should give Ronaldo that much screen time. All I can say is that I don't think Ronaldo's a good person, and I don't think Ronaldo's a good drag queen. Oh. Um. And oh, I dear. I do think that. Um, he is full of himself, and if I, your makeup is not right, there's no point for you to be. Oh no! Yeah, I okay. I honestly think that if there is somebody, especially a person of color, who is telling you that you are problematic, and you refuse to talk about it, that is a big problem. Whether or not you like the person, you should at least give them the time of day talk to them but as far as i know he didn't yeah especially yeah. when it's not like i was calling him out it was more mm. because if i was calling him out i was gonna say it on a bigger platform i would have mm. made a facebook post tagged him made sure that everyone knows how he's like but mm. i actually sent this person a direct message to their inbox mm. to try to discuss and move forward but it turned out it it blew it blew like right in my face. Yeah. Let's just put it like that. I feel like 
don't and you guys may not click personally but this goes above personal vendettas or issues this this is a societal issue that we are trying to break down we are trying to break down yes the white should i say supremacy the white (laughs) Yeah, down with the supremacy, yes. Yes, and I say this as a white man because, you know, we have to break these things down. And if you say you are a part of this, that you want to take these things down and you want to break these barriers that have been taking down people of color for, for since we've known for ages, but you don't want to do it because of your personal vendetta or with someone, yeah. personal issues with yeah. somebody. Or raise your personal issues with somebody when they try to talk to you about something else. You know, like, mm. it's, not, it's not how you argue. Like, if I say, the heck, you're being problematic right now. You can't say to me, but you eat in the living room and not on the dining room table. It's 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 not a legitimate argument, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because our dining room table is the living room. <laughs> also that, but like yeah, just uh, I I wish he had engaged me on it because like to me I would have had more mm-hmm. respect for him, but for somebody to hug me, be nice to me, give me a front row seat at their show. Mm. And when I try to squash a beef, it's when they start to act the way I thought they should initially act. It's mm. miffy, you know, but let's, let's not talk about it anymore because I'm, I'm done with this issue. Ronaldo is not on my level. Oh. And yeah, it, that's that. Um, yeah. And don't go around saying you're the most hated queen in Hanoi when it's something like this. It's, you know, you it, sends, it sends the wrong message to the audience as if people are coming for you for the wrong reason. But I still. Did he say that? Yeah, he said it at Peach and Snugs. He thing. said he's the most hated queen. Yeah, well, it's like a little joke, but yeah. I, I wouldn't say the most hated, the most busted, sure, oh, but oh. not the most hated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that spot belongs to our very dear Aprilicious. Oh, <laughs> is she the most hated? I feel I like her so. daughter is. <laughs> oh, Kimmy. <laughs> I don't know. I But these, these aren't, this, these are like more current things that I don't know, we could talk about maybe in season two, but let's go back. To talk about season one. Yeah, let's flashback. <laughs> about season one. Um, and before I want to talk about that, actually, did um, I just want to bring light to the um, um, the gender-based violence that, that has been happening in Teho, yeah. specifically for mm. the last... I don't know how long it's been happening for, but it seems like it's Probably been happening forever. for a long time. Yeah. yeah and, just hasn't been brought yeah. to light properly. And the girls have had it mm. you know we are both part of hanoi beautiful even though we're not real women yes um hanoi beautiful is this platform where um women a safe space for women yeah to it's share a safe space for women yeah. to go and like vent about their boyfriends mm-hmm. or ask where <clears throat> to get um wig glue yeah wig glue <laughs> or um if they want solutions for their period pains, you know, like yeah. basically, yeah, the, the the basis of uh, Hanoi Beautiful, they even said there was they were they said, if you don't like talking about chunky periods, this is not the oh, place dear. for you. 
Yeah. You know, so and they they and then the administrator or the the group yeah the creator admin, the yeah. admin she did she does include queer people in the group yeah exactly that's why, that's we're, why in we're in there <laughs> as well um so it is a safe space and they've been talking about um this girl Africa Africa Iman mm-hmm. um who got raped yep. um by some guy and uh just how the police are handling it and how things here require a lot of money and red tape for it to happen mm-hmm. so we just want to say that um we support you ladies and we are on your side and if you see anything when you go out please call it out yeah please report it there's also a new group called hanoi night watch mm. and um <clears throat> that group is created for any new incident that happens so that it is recorded and know where it is and there are a lot of active men who will make sure that the gu- the girls are protected yeah you know so i i've seen people like xcx who runs the hanoi homeless oh, uh group okay. Um, he's been going to Kuang An and like driving around there okay. just to see if he can spot anything shady. Yeah, because you know we had like those two guys. Yeah, the two guys around. who keep hitting girls with a belt or something yeah, or some like weird... yeah, something shitty, man. Yeah, you know. So, and then the problem, you know, I I don't know how much we. can go into this but we probably should for other people's information and awareness but the incident with Africa is recorded it is because she was yeah. on the phone with her mother yeah and the police you know have this evidence but they had the audacity to bring the perpetrator in to talk to the victim yes when exactly. the victim expressly said please do not do that don't do that exactly like, and as soon as she as soon as she you know of course she's going to freak out when she sees when she sees him yeah. and then they just took him right out and i think let him go after that because yeah. she didn't want to talk to him exactly people keep saying mm-hmm. that it is hard to prosecute this guy because he's not vietnamese blah 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 i think that's a load of bullshit that is shit that is a load of bullshit because trust me if i got found with a, a kilogram of cocaine Nobody's going to say it's hard to prosecute this bitch because he's not Vietnamese. Uh-huh. They're going to prosecute me. Yep. You know, so they, they're going to go for a harsh punishment probably. Exactly. So they really need to go in on this guy whether he is Vietnamese or not and give him the punishment he deserves. You know, so for me I think at the least he should get deported. The most he should definitely get arrested definitely. for the next 20 years. Definitely. you know so his actions were not just they're rape. not an isolated incident either It, that too, you know so the, the way he expressed himself the way he said that he has power and that nobody can do anything about it this is a sick individual yeah he needs yes i don't i know we don't want to like encourage locking people up and then not rehabilitating him but he definitely cannot be walking around as normal no he cannot Uh-huh. and his stupid house arrest which wasn't a house arrest it also <laughs> oh was shit you know so i i feel for <clears throat> africa because i'm just like she could bump into this guy yes you know and 
you don't want to bump into somebody who has tried to turn you into a powerless bitch and you know somebody that ha- that somebody that is the core of your trauma yes you are exactly. not going to want to see them exactly. walking around yes. especially when you know that they should be locked up it's oh. Oh. yeah but let me tell you this story i just saw on the vietnam legal group there's okay. a really active lawyer on there ling chun i think is his name and seems like a great guy i wonder if Anybody could talk to him about this case, but I know he's really busy. But he just had to deal with a foreigner trying to be locked up for like, um, I want to say 10 years for gambling $200. What? I know he was doing it in like a shady casino, but just compare. Gambling $200. This guy, they were, I mean, the people in the court were trying their hardest to prosecute him and put him in jail. Wow. He still has to pay a lot of money, like yeah, I'm sure. 50 million dome. I'm sure, yeah. But, and then then we have this rape case where a woman is affected for the rest of her life. Yeah. And a crazy guy is running around free. And the evidence is there. And the evidence it's, is there. You know, because sometimes the, the judges will <laughs> always say, especially with the rape cases, it's hard because sometimes the evidence is not there, mm. you know, but like, I don't know if Africa actually made a rape kit afterwards, but the thing is, his mother, her mother was on the phone when mm. that happened, you know, like, and this guy did not just rape Africa. He also raped a couple of Vietnamese girls, mm. you know, so it's not an isolated incident. So I honestly don't know why the patriarchy is winning in <sighs> this matter. And I believe the, the rape kit is about 10 million dome. That's a hefty... Whoa! A rape kit needs to be free. Yeah. Let's start there. I don't know if it's 10 million, but it was... what Somebody said the price and it was why, like, that is a hefty price why for a rape would kit. I get raped, go to the ATM, take out 10 million and go to the hospital to pay for a rape kit. Like, I might as well just go home and shower. I know, but it's just, it's really hard because I would say we're citizens here because we pay taxes. We pay taxes, yeah. So I feel like we can have a say in this, but this is disgusting behavior. And it is. There's a lot of disgusting behavior. It's mostly by older men. Absolutely. And it's not, uh, it could be younger men too, but it's a lot of older men in power they don't care to know about the struggles of women or any other minority groups. They just, it's crazy. It is. I mean, back home, things are much worse, you know, so I'm always grateful that I'm here. Mm-hmm. But like <clears throat> things like this just reminds me how men still run the world. And mm. men running the world has never been good for the world. <laughs> I mean, look at the way that we pollute our earth. Uh-huh. Look at how we treat our women. Uh, you know, like just men need to stop running the world. Like we need to relax, uh, honestly. <laughs> like we need to take orders. Uh, you know? Men, so, and people don't realize how far this patriarchy, how deeply rooted it is. It's so deeply rooted that you have people like my quote-unquote boyfriend who believes that real relationships are this and this, like one man and his wife and the wife being subservient. Subs- not even, su- but he's 
still believes the woman can go to work, but she she must take but care of the husband. But she must still be a subordinate yeah. to the husband. She must still worship yeah. her husband. That is all brought on by the patriarchy. Yeah, patriarchy, They're, colonialism. Mm, like, mm. dude, like, come on, men ain't shit. We ain't shit. <laughs> like, simple as that. How, you know? how did they ever figure out that dicks equaled power over I vaginas? I have no idea. Because I don't know... I'm trying to think of like a natural thing, like a cave you and know, a tree. <laughs> look, sometimes you look at these. Um, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I used to watch a lot of Animal Planet, mm. and the I would sometimes, yeah. The narrators of Animal Planet always <laughs> makes the male species sound so dominant yeah. and so masculine, you know. <clears throat> and I'm just like, and so, then when they talk about the women, uh, the the female, female it's like, and the woman and or and the female hurts her cubs yeah, into a safe area. Yeah, exactly. They and licks them clean. Exactly. They will <laughs> never say that the lioness is hunting. You know, they never say important roles that female animals play in the animal kingdom. Well, it's, I, I don't know if it happens all the time. I know I have seen some where they're like, the, where they do talk about how the women are just as ferocious, but. I could definitely see some older documentaries. Yeah. Being like it's, that. Oh my god, it's so cringy, like honestly. Anyway, mm. let's 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 go back to our podcast. I just wanted to say that I support Africa and I support all the women who come up and say that this guy did this to them. Yeah, if you don't support these women, if you're not trying to help them feel safe. Oh, please don't even listen to our podcast anymore. Oh yeah, why are you yeah, here? Like that's yeah. Do not leave comments about we need to listen to the other side of the story yeah, either. No, don't even dare. Do not leave comments that why yeah. do they come from poor countries? Oh, <laughs> Miss Miss Ma'am, that uh, one. Okay. Um, yeah, let's yeah. just move on, actually. <laughs> um, is there... Anything else? <clears throat> what do you think we should change for season two? I think for season two, we can definitely have a bit more fun with the podcast, move a bit away from the quote unquote educational mm. um, vibe that we were going for. I still think it's, I think it still would be really interesting to have deep philosophical discussions just because I wouldn't mind like looking into things deeper in queer culture. Yeah. Before we have an interview and then we all can talk about it with a certain queen. Absolutely. I think we should definitely <clears throat> talk about what's happening in queer culture. Like there needs to be a news segment of some sort. Yeah. Why are you scratching yourself? You're making me nervous. I'm sorry. There's like some kind of ants that found their way onto my body. Oh my God. Now I'm scratching myself. Oh. <laughs> God. Uh, we, yeah. sound, we sound so dirty. Okay, first we were talking about the living room is our tiny room table. And now I'm saying ants are crawling on me. Yeah. I promise we don't live in filth and squalor. Yeah, definitely not. That's just me on like a good night of hooking. Imagine, yes. <laughs> filth and squalor. Are you going to crystallize? That's the name of the inside of my hole. Oh. Filth and squalor. Oh, no. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it is soaked. <laughs> 
Well, it is soaked, and I do put retinol in that area as well. Imagine, imagine. Ooh, that would burn. <laughs> well, anyway, I just wanted to say that I think we should have a a news section kind of vibe. You know, like talk about what's happening in queer culture, current events. Yeah, current events. <laughs> also in Hanoi, not not. Basically, not American current events. Oh, you know, please. We can talk about Drag Race, of course. We can talk about sure. Dragula. You know, actually, have you been watching Drag Race? Uh, yeah, of course you are. Yeah, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, who's your favorite in the UK one? Ooh, okay. That's a tough question. I am kind of in love with Bimini. I think Bimini is the most charming. I think she's yeah. the most congenial. But but yeah. of course I really love like uh, Lawrence's vibe, but yeah. I also really love Tace's vibe. Same here. And I do like Ahora. 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 Yeah. I do like her. Um, Ahora turned it with her yeah. blue um, oh, yeah, runway look. That was the episode we just watched, y'all. That was resplendent. Um, yeah, it was so stunning. Mm. I was so shook by it. I wish um, I could, yeah, I wish I could say, oh, I want some shoulders that are going to pop. Yes, the, honey. Yeah. <laughs> come around the corner and then I can actually sit down and... And create, create it. it. Yeah, I know, That's our right? next journey for drag. We yeah. need to learn to put these costumes together. Absolutely. I, I, I think my top four, my top three is Lawrence, Tace, and Ahura. And I think Oof. Bimini is going to go to the top for yeah it's so hard because i don't know like i like i think i like bimini a little more than ahura but then ahura's like taste level or at least being able to construct an outfit is yeah great yeah i think ahura will go further like yeah i can yeah. see that but i love bimini's aesthetic and when she described it it made sense Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson and Vivian Westwood. <laughs> I was like, oh, who would have thought those two would make a hodgepodge called uh, a Frankenstein Bum. called ah. Bimini Bambulash? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. And what about the U.S. one? <clears throat> Who's your favorite? Um, I have a huge crush on Simone, mostly as a Love boy, Simone. but also, of course, as a queen. I would fuck Simone. Like for I want sure. some Reggie up in my bed. Oh, mm. I hope that doesn't sound. Oh my god, if if she ever listened to that, she'd be like, "Oh, who is that? <laughs> Why is he talking about me like that?" I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was that was out of line. But no, I love Simone. I love her attitude. I love her uh, her sense of style. Obviously, yeah. Um, I didn't really like Rosé at first, but I quite like her now. Yeah, you didn't like her. I like Rosé. Yeah. I don't think she's going to win, no. but I like her. So, um, who, who else is there? <laughs> um, I love Olivia Lux still. Like, I think um, I like Olivia Lux, but I think I'm still bothered about she's quite young. And it seems like she doesn't have many references or she doesn't seem to have. She doesn't know much about queer culture in general because some comments she makes are like really girl i think she does just the, i'm just still bothered by the fact that she did not know that tina, tina burner was channeling liza minnelli she didn't know girls okay so like tina burner was singing like 
like Liza, yeah, you know, like Liza, Liza. <laughs> and all, and like um, Olivia was just like, oh my God, Tina Burner's singing like an old person. <laughs> and, then, and, I, and I didn't know, okay, I didn't realize that she was doing Liza. I was kind of like, maybe she's trying to do Liza. Or I think she mentioned it before that even. But yeah. then when she was on the stage, it was like, oh, she's definitely doing Liza. And then I yeah, just of thought, course. Like, Olivia, how could you not know? Mm. It was Liza mis- mixed with Wilco Men. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I loved it, though. Um, so I, I don't know. I think Olivia is just so charming to look at. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Um, I just think she's just a little... Does some airheaded things sometimes. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but I think she's still a young queen, so she, she is. She's gonna blossom. She looks beautiful. She is very beautiful. Yeah, but and... definitely Simone is my favorite. And okay. there is one more. Why did I forget everybody? I I really liked Candy. I also like Candy. <laughs> I don't think Candy's gonna win. And oh yeah, she stayed. I was to like, be wait. honest, I don't believe in that double shanté. Uh-huh. Um, but I do like Candy Muse nonetheless. She's very feisty, very yeah. warm, you know. And yeah, yeah, I don't get these fans that went in on her. I was like, she went. Yeah, she went off. But I was like, I feel like I would love hanging out with Candy. Say, actually, you know what? I don't think I would be able to handle hanging out with Candy. Really. But I I like her in this show because she's like team too much. I always love team too much (laughs) because then I feel like I can be too much. I I think I'm team too much, but I think Candy Candy Muse is team too much too much. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like she goes the extra mile, you know, so. I would think Silky is like team too much too much, even though I love Silky too. I feel like I feel like I could hang out with Silky because Silky. No, then again, she was is, being too much for TV. Yeah, and that's she not was really too much for TV. Does. She's yeah. chilled, you know. If yeah. you watch Silky outside of the show, that's very true. And you look at her interviews; like mm. she's very down to earth. Whereas I feel like mm-hmm. Candy. I've known Candy before Drag Race, right, you right, know, right. and she's always been she's on always that been level, that, yeah. you know. I didn't even know Dahlia Sin until Dahlia nope. was on the show, <laughs> you know, but Candy Muse I knew. We because, heard of Candy Muse, yes, yeah, indeed. And it wasn't because of the meme, you know, the, no, the VIP meme. It was just because she was a loud-mouthed bitch, you know. Yeah. But I still like her. I think she's cool. Yeah. Um, Who else do you like? I like, I like Denali. Yeah, I like Denali. Mm. The, uh, and here's what I've list, heard about Godmik. Yeah. Or some things about Godmik. I love Godmik's fashion sense. And I think she can be yeah. funny sometimes. But I feel like they're pulling her along because of the problems they've had with it's RuPaul's Drag Race franchise with dealing with trans people. Definitely. The fact that... And that's kind of... And I feel like that's a little offensive because a trans person should be able to go through the competition as a normal person, not being shown favoritism. Absolutely. Like, especially during the disco challenge, a lot of people said that Godmik was fucking up the moves left and right, but they focused on Candy and let her have a free pass. Mm. And they thought, like, 
why did they do that? And then they just think they don't want to critique God make because they feel like the fans will go in on Drag Race for targeting a trans uh, person. Fair. I mean, I hope I, that's I don't, not the so case. So far, I think God make is doing well in the competition. Yeah. But speaking of that, I don't think RuPaul's Drag Race is gonna age well. And the reason why I say that is because for 19 seasons, I'm including all the all-stars that yep. have been there. I don't even know if it's 19 or not, but it's a lot. Um, uh, it's almost six all-stars. Yeah, it's yeah. almost 20 seasons, basically. Mm. And in almost all those 20 seasons, the fact that they have such little trans representation when we know that they're fabulous trans queens you know, like uh, even know, though they take quotes from trans people, excuse yes, me, uh, exactly. T.S. Madison, which yes, they finally yes. got on. You know, so <laughs> it 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 is just so. I just think it's not a show that's gonna age well. You know, and I think that by the time that they try to fix themselves, we will have lost interest. You mm. know, like because I think something that might age well, but we still have to see when it progresses. It's Dragula, Dragula. Because Dragula, based on their casting alone, mm. it is definitely more inclusive than Drag Indeed. Race. You know, and when I even listen to the Boulay Brothers podcast, I can feel that like these guys are not doing anything out of the obligation. Uh, they're not doing anything people. for the fans. Yeah. They're doing it because they understand that RuPaul's Drag Race is lacking a lot of diversity when it mm -hmm. comes to casting. Mm -hmm. And because, you know what, when I first watched Drag Race, I was like, wow, this show is so diverse. I've never seen a show where it is 30% black people yeah. in America. Mm -hmm. You know, it's usually that one black person who's like a token. Mm. You know, which is a we, yeah, which is a critique I would give to Dragula, but like I also wonder if there are enough black queens that think they fit the Dragula style well, of also, drag. Yeah, well, also know? like it's been like uh, the what can I call it? Not the edgy scene, but the alternative scene. Yeah, has been obviously had its own more white racism yeah there are plenty of people of color who are alternative and want to be part of the scene but yes they don't get a lot of representation in the scene exactly yes so i i hope because of dragula there are more queens of color who want to show off that kind of aesthetic you know Please. um yeah i don't think i would ever make it to dragula honestly but i because you're afraid of the exterminations because I'm not afraid of all the exterminations. I'm only <laughs> afraid pretty, yeah. of the exterminations that have to do with me eating something. Because I'm a picky eater. And I do not want to be eating brains. I don't want to be eating a, a... What if it tastes like a... a bull's cock. What if, you know? But what if all of that tastes like... Um, yeah, <laughs> if if it's on if it's on Dragula, they definitely put it there because it tastes like shit. You know, so I definitely don't want it. Oh my god! You know, so I and you know you know me, I don't really like to lose. You mm. know, so it's 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 one of those things that I know I would lose because there are queens who are better than me at that. You know, there whereas are queens who are gross. Yeah, who are grosser than me. Whereas with Drag Race, I'm like, I don't know if I would win, but like, 
I have a better chance of winning than if I'm on Dragula, you know, but I don't think Drag Race is going to age well. Um, Which is unfortunate. I mean, but I feel like, I don't know about you, I feel like at this point in my quote-unquote drag career, I feel like by the time I feel comfortable in drag, the trend might have died. And like a lot of the friends that we know that are doing drag probably will be like, well, the trend is dead. Nobody's hiring. Let's stop doing drag. Mm. And yeah, because drag was big back in the like early 90s. Like it had a yeah. little bit of a a rise. And so, and I feel like by then, even though I would like to try to go on Drag Race, by the time I finally know who I am and what I'm good at and feel confident to go on Drag Race, I feel like it would be over. So I'm not even focusing on myself going to Drag Race. I'm just focusing on the fact that I love performing and love doing drag in general. Fair enough. And not fair enough. really, I'm not going to put bets on that my goal is getting on Drag Race and getting famous because... yeah. And I don't want to go on there too early. I feel like when you've only been doing it a year or two years, I feel like, you yeah. could, yes, you could go on there. But there are a lot of things that you haven't experienced. Absolutely. I'm almost positive that you haven't experienced. I would definitely be the Kamora because, girl, I take a lot. I take a long as time, excuse me, to paint, <laughs> you know, so I... I don't know if I would actually make it past the first episode uh, uh, currently. But obviously, uh, if they called my name, I would have to start practicing immediately. You could you do know. it. You would. I. You could find a way for sure. I do have a two-hour face. It's not my favorite face, but I do have a two-hour face. Yeah. Like, you know. So. Some of them, I'm like, how did you do that in two hours? But you, yeah. you got to It's just practice that you'll know how to get there. You'll know what you can work with. Yeah, I'll definitely not be the kimchi, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, or the Jada Essence Hall. Um, well, anyway, um, should... Let's, let's, let's see how long the first recording was to make sure... It was eight minutes. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, should we talk about... Um, let me Let me say the name of the episode and see if it triggers anything in you. All right. Okay. okay. So the introduction episode with you and me. What's nothing? Wait, what? The introdu the intro episode with Winnie and the Hex. Oh, the only thing triggering is I feel like maybe both of us hadn't found our footing with radio voices. I probably still haven't, but I also haven't. I'm still searching. But I feel like and like pacing maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, also that. Um, what about Genesis with Silver Saint Sinner? Oh, I don't, nothing triggering. All right. Seems like a good memory to me. Yeah, <laughs> coronavirus. Oh my God, we just, all, we almost went into yeah. another, we've been in a month We long. basically had a second wave. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, we're going back next week. Thank yes. God. Yes, thank the Lord. Yes, thank oh, the Lord. Oh is... my God. Living abroad? Um... The only thing triggering maybe was that we couldn't figure out the difference between what we would talk about in that episode compared to coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Um, DJing with Haibazo and Serotonin. Um, just the fight about them being late and me going to a boyfriend's house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Winning with Lucy Hyman. Oh, yeah. The trigger is Camp X-Gay. 
Temp X Gay. Like the conversion therapy. Oh, the conversion therapy. All right. Okay. Um, starting a YouTube channel with Valerie Hammond. Oh, I thought she skipped over somebody. Not yet. No. Um, no, I loved that uh, interview with Valerie. Okay. Having She's a, a ham. <laughs> She's a ham. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie loves ham, y'all. Mm. Like, if you come to a Valerie Hammond show, please give her a ham. Yeah, don't throw she, roses, just throw yeah. logs of ham. Ham, she will eat it. Yeah. <laughs> um, having a face with any antagonist. Um, the only trigger is having to go through and turn up the volume because she was very quiet. Okay. And also um, self-editing. Okay. Drag or uh, Canada's Drag Race, my bad. Oh, I don't remember... I didn't even remember we did that episode. I also didn't remember that. Okay, we did it. Uh, Hanoi Pride with Bu Nguyen. Oh, that was a cute episode. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, somebody we don't normally hang out with, so it was nice to like get a different perspective, perspective that we yes. probably haven't heard anything about. Absolutely. And Bu Nguyen, um, they're a lesbian, non-binary person, but they're like so gay. Yeah. <laughs> they're so gay. <laughs> Crazy. Super gay. Uh-huh. Drag Race Hollandia. Oh, the triggers. You know, yeah, I we love... have like 10 episodes of that. Yeah, the triggers for that was that some of the episodes were kind of like, Meh. and the lip syncs. Yeah, true. But, um, I did really like the runway theme song that ah, you came up with. The runway, the runway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about uh, Dragula Resurrection? Um, I barely remember that one. Excuse me, that one. Okay. Um, you skipped over Fiona's? I know. It's... it's. Where is it? <laughs> I think it was right after Annie's. No. Oh, it's after Holland episode one. I thought it was just ah. everything else. All right. Style, wig styling with Fiona Hailey. Mm. Fiona no Hailey. Okay. <laughs> but it, that was a fun one, too. Yeah. <clears throat> um... Originality with BBQ. That was a fun one that we had to do it twice. Yeah. But, you know, she's easy to talk to. And hers was like, besides Fiona's, hers was the other episode where I, I listened to it. And I was like, it sounds like I'm listening to like a professional podcast because we're just like kiki and kai kaiing so easily bouncing off each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, buying makeup. Oh, I kept fucking this one up because I was like, here's how you do this yeah. instead of like, here's what you can get. <laughs> True, exactly. The drag of sex. Oh, I think some people enjoyed this one, but some others said we didn't talk about sex, sex. enough. Yeah, so I guess we have to redo that a couple of times. Oh, as if we, yeah, I think we never mentioned sex any other time. Yeah. I actually, I need to mention that I'm single again, y'all. Um, oh, yeah. I am single. I I did tell that guy that I will wait for him, but I'm not waiting for too long, you know. Mm. Like, and while I'm waiting, I'm still gonna eat some ass. Oh, so yeah. You gotta have your cakes. Absolutely. And eat <laughs> them too. And the last one, which we talked about, is rating of Hanoi Queens. Our most controversial yeah. episode. <laughs> I yeah. guess so. All right. So next part, do you want to know which countries listened to us? Yes. Did you update it just now? I will. I will. It's still loading. 
She's still loading. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's shout out. Belgium, Spain, Ethiopia, Guatemala, Hong Kong, Mexico, Nigeria, Poland, Singapore, Chile, India, Italy, New Zealand, Taiwan, Germany, Switzerland, Thailand, Australia, the Philippines, Canada, the United Kingdom, South Africa, the Netherlands, Ireland, the U.S. of A., and Vietnam. I'm really curious who the hell in Ireland, but is this just it listens in total, like someone could have clicked on an episode and then clicked out, or is this like... Maybe, but like, they have about 30% of the listens. Yeah, damn. So, <laughs> I don't Please know. Please keep spreading us like yeah. a, a nice virus. We appreciate you, Ireland. <laughs> yes, please do not social distance our virus. That is the pod- <laughs> Drag War Finish podcast. Absolutely, yes. Please hold hands. Please cough up our podcast to each other. Absolutely. Please take off. I need you to take that thing off your face. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So I'm going to try to create an Instagram page so that I can promote the podcast more while we look forward to season two. And um, this has been a lot of fun, the Hex. Like, so, yeah. So that's, yeah. And hopefully other people, hopefully the Irish will think this is a lot of fun. Keep yeah. coming back. Keep feeding us. Absolutely. And if you guys have anything to say to us, please don't. Um, hesitate to write to us. Yeah, um, despite what, d- despite how sensitive some yes. Hanoi queens might be, we like critiques. We do. We yes. don't like trolls. No. We probably will get those. But if you have anything that you think like, um, just don't say something like Winnie. You need to get rid of the hex because she is her voice. <laughs> that very white voice. I can't listen to it for more than ten minutes. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> Um, also, our reviews uh, are still lacking. We don't have enough reviews, especially on Apple Music. Do we have any? I mean, I, we ha- I, I don't know how to check, basically. But oh. there is a way to check, like, the number of reviews. And there's a threshold that, like, when you reach, like, you have an average of reviews. Mm. You know, So we don't have that yet. So please make sure you review us on Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever you listen to a podcast mm. like Please give us a review. It would really be appreciated. Um, also, um, do you have anything else to add before we close this podcast? Mm, um, just remember that black lives always matter. Yeah. Remember that our women need to be protected from crazy people who think they're lions Absolutely. of the world. Yes. And remember to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay. At Vivon Hex. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so my Instagram is Winnie Wakanda Washington, and yours is Vivon Hex. Yeah. And you can also follow us on Drag Orphanage Podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a drag Facebook. It's Winnie Wakanda Washington. Um, Mine is just the Hex. The Hex. H E X. Yes. The Hex. So if you want to catch us there as well, that would be awesome. Anyway, I'm Winnie Wakanda Washington signing out. Thank you to everybody who listened throughout the season. We will come back much stronger in season two. And I'm Hexy, uh, Vexter Von Hex. Mostly everyone calls me Hexy. And I will come back with an even more blasting deep throat of a voice. Yes. And, and with the ending sound effect. I want to make a commitment here. And Uh I hope you support me on this as well, the Hex, that 
the first episode of season two will be recorded with us in drag. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, for Are you YouTube. In? Yeah, for YouTube. I feel like I want the listeners to start. Maybe we could do it on the stereo app, so we can have people talk to us. I'm like maybe, maybe <laughs> I I don't know. I'm not a fan of the stereo app, but oh, sure. I thought it sounded yeah. fun. It was okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we can try it. Maybe. But, but let's commit to doing it in drag at least once for season two. Yes. Okay. Yeah. At least once. At least once. Not all of them. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah. We need way more listeners. And way more clothes. Mm, yeah. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but okay. I suppose this is us signing out. All right. It's nice. It's been nice. The hex. Yeah. So it's it's a good a final goodbye. Goodbye, Time and also um, a big thank you to um, everyone who helped us put this together. Like thanks to Silver Saint Sinner for believing in the project. Mm. Um, thanks to me. Yeah. <laughs> thanks to the hex for pasting things. And yeah, for editing um, and everything and also the music uh, that you made for our intro. Mm. Uh, thank you to Fiona Hailey for the words of the days. Those yes, were a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and um, any... Everybody who came to get interviewed. Yeah, everybody who came for an interview and, um, and an just inspection. anyone who basically listened, like, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we love you so much. Very. And I hope we can see you loving us more in season two. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Bye.